So I'm into my fourth year when I started the program. It's kind of like our let one. I've been looking into the military for many years. When I started, I was thinking this program would be the closest thing I could get to the military while in high school. And I was like, I was thinking it was going to be full military, like what you see in major pain. <laughs> but it's, it's not like that. And over the years, I've realized that I still plan on going to the military, but it's a whole lot more than just telling stuff, telling people what to do. It's a leadership yeah. class. Who you were just listening to was Jordan Gilbert, the battalion commander for the Thompson School District JROTC Indian Battalion. Let's listen to some more. Yeah, the mission statement of the program is to motivate people to become better citizens. Young people. Young people to become better citizens. And with that, it that kind of ruins the thought process that this is a class where if you join, you have to join the military afterwards. It's just a class within high school that's teaching students how to be better leaders and better people, whether it's relating to schooling, athletics, or just being a better person within the community and onward from there. everybody. Thank you for listening to the Peak of Existence podcast. Uh, this episode is a little something we like to call camel and cream. Uh, as always, here at the Peak of Existence, we try to capture and explore some of the more invisible aspects of Loveland High School. Uh, I'm your host, Mia Fleischer, and today we're going to take a look at the Thompson School District's JROTC program, which has found its home right here at Loveland High School. Uh, we're going to take a look at the program through the eyes of some of the cadets themselves. Uh, we're going to be sitting down with some LET 4s, a couple LET 3s, and a LET 1. But uh, before we do that, you listeners are going to need some background information. Uh, in this podcast, you're going to hear some fun words like let or battalion, and a let stands for leadership education training, and the let level you are in kind of corresponds with what year of high school you're in. So a level one is going to be a freshman, and a level four is going to be that senior year for you. All of the lets combined make up our battalion, and our battalion consists of all the different schools in the Thompson School District. You're also going to hear some fun words like chevron and rocker. Uh, you don't have to know what those mean in this podcast, but uh, in case you want to, they're just fancy ways of describing what your rank looks like. Uh, like, if you know of Chevron Gas Station, that symbol that they have is just an upside-down chevron for what we use. There's also this thing called a chevron fabric. It just uses that chevron symbol in the design itself, uh, but we don't really care about that here in ROTC. So, uh, kind of moving on, just to give you guys a little bit of scope about this program here. Uh, it was established in 1916 after the National Defense Act, and that had six active army units. And then finally, in 1964, it was open to all the other branches. In 1970, three female cadets, like myself, uh, were finally allowed to join and now make up over 40% of total cadets. Uh, as of now, there are over 1,700 units listed nationally in the JROTC program. Uh, so there's a little bit about Ratsi, and hopefully you're taking notes because there will be a test at the end of this podcast. Not really, folks, but seriously, there will be. Anyway, Okay, let's get into this episode, and let's hear what some of the Let 2s, 3s, and the Chevron folk have to say. So, 
I am Jordan Gilbert. Like I said, I am the battalion commander of the Indian Battalion within the Thompson School District and at Loveland High School. My rank is Lieutenant Colonel. And if you, for those that don't know what it looks like, it's two diamonds, whether it's on my shoulder or if you, or outside, it'll be on my beret. And then, unlike most of the cadets within the program, I don't go to Loveland High School. I go to Mountain View, and there I'm in band and currently wrestling. Awesome. All right, so we're going to move this on to our other Let4 senior, Casey North. So, like she said, I'm Casey North. I'm the Battalion Command Sergeant Major, which is the rank of Command Sergeant Major. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really hard to describe. I got this. Uh, I, I can do it. It's three right. chevrons, three rockers, a reef, and a, and a star. Yeah. And chevrons are like little mosquito wings. And then rockers are just bars. And then uh, I go to Loveland High School. And then Rotsi has helped shape me as a person. And I'm glad that I did it all four years. Awesome. All right. And then we have one more guest with us right now, at least. And that is our current let one. And this is Will. I am... William Berglund. I am the one of the freshman platoon sergeants. My rank is private first class, which is one chevron and a rocker. All right, and I obviously am your host, Mia Fleischer, and I am in the ROTC program. It is my first year, and I'm let three, which is a junior, and I am currently sitting at the rank of first sergeant after starting out as a private no insignia. Look at you go! Look at that jump! <laughs> Or the real Bell at Morris. That's for sure. (laughs) Now the introductions are all out of the way, let's get into it. So, uh, what have you learned by viewing others in positions of leadership through your years in GROTC? Well, the cadets, they see the instructors the most. Like, out of people in leadership positions, that's how they see the most. And then even more so, as the seniors, when we don't know what to do, it's the instructors that we go to, so... In a way, the way we are, how we act, how we do our different jobs or assignments or roles, it comes from what we've learned from the instructors because as those that have been here for four years, they have been spent the majority of that time teaching us how to be leaders and better citizens within school and the community. Without them, we wouldn't be able to run the program the way we do because we'd be chickens with their heads cut off just running around. <laughs> They've made ROTC probably, they're probably a big reason why I've stayed in ROTC is because they've been great instructors. We have good people. I mean, if you have to try really hard to make them mad. So how has JROTC impacted what you want to do after high school? I know exactly what I'm doing. So I've, I'm going to join the military. My path, though, is to do ROTC with college and become a second lieutenant in the Army. And how that pro... How this program has helped me is that it's honestly taught me how to be a leader. Because when I came in, I thought it was all yelling, no questions asked. You do exactly what they say. Mm-hmm. But that's not how leadership works. No, that's what, that's what it means to be a boss, to be a leader. It's providing direction and motivation to those people that, in our case, that you command to have a job done because it's the people, those are the most valuable assets to a leader. All right, so 
So we have some more guest speakers here with us today. Um, we have a let three and two let four. So we're going to start it off with some introductions. Brandon, would you like to start? Yeah, I am Cadet First Sergeant uh, Brandon Fiddler. Um, I've been in the program for all three years that I've been here, and I really enjoy it. I am Cadet Captain Kaylee Johnson. I've been in the program for three and a half years. I joined the second semester of my freshman year, and I'm also the cadet that's in charge of putting together our annual military ball. I'm Cadet Captain Devin Moneypenny. I am responsible for putting together the calendar every year. I started sophomore year. So to start this roundtable off, I just wanted to kind of open it with a broad question for you guys. Um, what have you learned or how have you grown through this program throughout the years? I feel like they'd learn, it wouldn't even be something you'd think they'd learn. They'd be learning something about life and how you can't always act the way most freshmen do. Because I feel like a big part of the maturity of becoming a senior was going through all of what you had to go through mm -hmm. as a freshman. So it's kind of a way to just learn how to act in everyday life. And... It really just sets me up for success, especially in my, like, when I'm going into graduating this year, I need to be able to focus on like, the real world, and now I know what other people are going to be looking for. Well, as one of the assignments, they have you go through and actually do an interview, but that's, I think, second year that you have to do it, and that was a big part in helping me get a lot of my jobs, and they also teach you things that are like, they have you teach survival. Like, they have you teach all these things, you research it, and then you teach it to everyone else. So that's also a good way to learn. Yeah. So I feel like in that aspect, it teaches you a lot because it makes you learn and then show what you have learned. Probably a lot more of the leadership side of it um, because I'm, so I'm also a gymnast outside of school, um, and a lot of my teammates are a lot younger than me. So um, just Ratsi has helped me to learn how to be someone that they can look up to in a positive way and just how they can see what I'm doing and replicate that and be, I don't know how to put that. Be like that positive influence right. type thing. Yeah. 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 I can be a positive influence on them. Yeah. Um, and you guys are the leaders of JROTC since it is a student run program. So what were some things that you weren't expecting? Well, when we were doing the CIP and the JPA and all that, they had us coming in early every Wednesday. Especially considering I started in Bertha when I first started the program. Then they brought all the schools together as, as a senior. I realized, A, a lot of what Loveland did, Bertha had no idea about. Like, none of the cadets had a clue. Yep. And then I ended up having to come up here and be the person who was doing it and had never actually seen any of this happen before. <laughs> so that was something. Yeah, you definitely take on a lot more responsibilities than what you're used to. And uh, what about the extracurriculars in ROTC, like the teams and stuff like that? Definitely all of the extracurriculars are well-rounded. There's something for everyone. There's something everyone can excel at um, if you're willing to put the time in for it. I think the instructors are really good about helping you find your specific team that they think that you can excel in. I know that Chief, so my sophomore year we did marksmanship as like a part of the class, and... I really found an interest in it, and so Chief actually helped me excel in that. So, uh -oh. what do you guys think has helped you continue in the program this far? Because obviously, you guys are let threes. So, what has kept you guys in the program? I guess just building the relationships um, between classmates and other people in the 
program. Also having that sense of like, I guess kind of something to be proud of. It's like we wear that uniform every week and you wear that uniform and it kind of changes your like personality for that day, I guess. Because like, especially some of the let ones I've seen, they are swearing and whatnot when they're not in uniform, but they Mm -hmm. get in uniform and they clean their act up. Yeah, all Um, of a sudden you're representing something. For me personally, what's kept me in it is just the skills that I've been learning throughout it all three years. Yeah. As for me, well, I've been in it for like a couple months, (laughs) max. (laughs) Straight into the let three side. Yeah, I jumped right in. It was at this point that I was really interested on their thoughts about this being a student-run program, uh, and I was curious about what some things were that they weren't expecting. Here's what they had to say. You have to do things outside of the program or just to help people. I mean, that's kind of with it. It's just a lot more work than you'd think, but if everyone's there to help each other, it makes it a lot smoother. Yeah. So it's really about being a team player and working together. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's something that ROTC kind of taught everybody, I feel like. If you put the work in, yep. then everyone else is more likely to want to put the work in with you. Mm-hmm. Instead yeah, it's of, also about it, being role models, too. Yeah. Like, if, if you want to see it this way, the whole program is a, is a team sport. Everyone has to do their part. And if someone's not doing their part, they're usually the ones that leave. Um, and then by senior year, usually you have a class of, the cadets that care enough about the program to run it. Um, And if you don't, then you have some problems, but it hasn't been a problem lately. But it does definitely help you be set up for life, I mean. It definitely shows you how much of a role model you actually are to the younger kids. Like, I am just now realizing how much of a role model I am to some of the Raiders. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, when are you coming back? Like, but And then, like, I just had, like, a sit-down talk with Chief. I was like, I don't... No, like, last semester, I just didn't have the time. I was always working. And now I'm, like, really regretting working. Because, like, those girls still look up to you. Like, you're still, like, a role model to them. Which, I like, it didn't really click that I was a role model until I saw it, like, with my own eyes. Because, like, all of the seniors, everybody looks up to a different senior. And it's just... It's really cool to notice who looks up to you, why they look up to you, and realizing, like, we're the oldest. We're the ones who have to show them the right way to do things. That's what I like about this year, having the let threes and the let fours in the same class, because you guys can kind of just, like, come and ask us questions. You guys can come and like be like, hey, how do I do this? How do I do slides? Why? Does the company commander have to do slides? Why do I have to go around and do a promotion board? Why do I have to do a disciplinary board? Like, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, and, like, especially for me as Let3, being with the uh, Let4s this year, um, just seeing how you guys run class, run the meetings, run, it really helped me to know what I'm going to have to do next year when I continue in the program. Yeah. I mean, it is definitely a good program. does definitely build like confidence leadership team building like it's just an overall good class for learning people skills and communication yeah there's yeah. one thing i actually do need yeah. to add yeah, like, this is kind of like something that's happened to me a lot no i don't know why but apparently uh well they do look very similar i'll give them that but i can't tell you how many kids have come up to me during like a football game when i've done like color guard or push crew who have have said thank you for your service that is the weirdest oh that happens all the time to me yeah you're like i'm not to see it's like 
majority students in Canada is all I was saying. Well, but if they don't know... That you say, like, to somebody who's actually served. Like, yes, some of us may serve, but it's not... But that's another thing. JRTC does does not mean that you have to enlist. Like, yep. I'm probably not going to enlist. I'm probably going to be an event planner that plans, like, weddings and parties and stuff like that. But it's just the, like, aspects that I can use outside of school and outside in the real world that I love about this class. Mm-hmm. Just some final thoughts before we conclude this episode. Uh, Obviously, leadership is one of the core aspects in ROTC, and while cadets learn about government, community service, and other things like first aid, uh, it all really revolves around that aspect of learning how to lead others as well as effectively communicate with them. Uh, This holds true for all aspects of the program, including the things like the extracurricular teams or events that are available throughout. To finish this up, I would like to thank all of our guests that stopped by, Jordan Gilbert, Casey North, William Berglund, Devin Moneypenny, Brandon Fiddler, and Kaylee Johnson for their participation in this episode. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to Camo and Creed, and remember to join us next week for a new episode on the Peak of Existence podcast, one produced by my good friend Sal Fritz about students and filmmaking. Also, check out last week's episode by another friend, Grace Parks, called A Push Into the Past. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or wherever you stream your awesome audio. Our hosts and producers are Grace Allison, Mia and Allison Fleischer, Maddie Fisher, Sol Fritz, Yashvi Naik, and Grace Parks. The Peak of Existence is recorded in the Peak Studio, a space designed for staff and students by Jillian Cherry, Tatum Gibson, Avery Hiran, and Lindsay Spence. Steve Phantoms provides the music for our podcast. The Peak of Existence is supported by the Thompson School District. The Peak Studio is located at Loveland High School in beautiful northern Colorado. I talk with my hands so much I keep hitting this thing.